Well, what is up, EKN Nation? This is Rob Howden here for a new edition of our face-to-face show here on our YouTube channel and, of course, on Facebook as well. Right there is David Cole. I'm going to make sure I'm on the right side. Uh, David, of course, at the uh, Michigan headquarters of eCardiNews.com. I'm down here in Sebring, Florida, in what could be uh, the darkest hotel room that I've ever uh, had a chance to stay in. I'm down here for a USF Pro Championships event, which will have a ton of ex-carters who will be seen over the Last number of years in North American karting. Uh, David, what is this? Episode number 68. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, March the 22nd. Kind of in the yeah, kind of in the middle of the uh, what has been a crazy month of uh, of March, especially down here in Florida. I flew into Orlando. And there's been a couple of races already on Orlando. Another one coming up, not this weekend, but the following weekend with the Scusa Pro Tour Winter Nationals kicking off that national program. But again, we've been kind of bouncing back and forth, right? We've been East Coast. We've been West Coast. We've been Texas. We're going back to the West Coast for this one, episode number 68. We're going to talk about uh, the new IKF series, the Northern California Sprint Car Series. Donald Durbin's joining us. A great program there. And, uh, you know, excited to get another one going. And, and I'm honestly glad that I was able to find an internet uh, Wi-Fi <laughs> that actually worked because we didn't think I was going to be here five minutes before the show. It's it's good to find the correct router that you oh, need man. to connect to in order to be on the internet and getting a, a good stream of up down, upload and download. That's it. That's it. So, uh, yeah, I was able to find one that worked. Uh, as I said, down here in Florida right now, it's going to be a warm weekend. But, David, everything's getting rolling. We, we're past the first day of spring. So uh, not only is national-level karting getting going, and we talked about this already, you know, we've talked about the Scusa Pro Tour. We did the whole Winter Series program. We're still ready to wrap up the Challenge of the Americas out in Sonoma uh, next month. Uh, USPKS underway. But, you know, we talked to Brittany Loboff in the Texas Sprint Racing Series, uh, another one of the IKF regional programs. Regional racing now starting to amp up as well, not so much in the northern climbs, but uh, California looking at their first one as well in NorCal. So this will be a good show because, uh, you know, regional racing has always been big. It's been a special thing in northern California up in NorCal, and it's great to see it potentially kind of rebound after the KPX program was so strong for a bit. A guy that's going to be running it this year, unbelievably passionate about the sport, one of the finest guys we think we have in the industry. So uh, excited to talk about this program. Yeah, and there's a lot of history within the Northern California region for the sport. You know, a lot of names have come out of that area uh, over several decades, if not dating back to when karting first started in the early, you know, early 60s, late 70s or early 70s. Um, and yeah, so I, I love that we're continuing with the regional program. Again, we started with race road tax, which the West trophy and the East trophy are kind of regional programs and we're knocking them one by one and kind of hoping to, uh, to give more, more, um, relevance or more, more spotlight on these yeah. programs, because again, it's a great opportunity. It's that middle, middle part of the pyramid again, where Crucial. club racers go to get uh, better and, and national racers go to warm up and, and tune and, and, and test and all that other things. And, and this Northern uh, California sprint cart series is going to be a perfect opportunity for all those in the region, especially Oregon and Southern California, all able to go to this regional program. Yeah. And you mentioned how great of a, uh, an area it is and a region that it is uh, historically in American karting as well. You think about just the manufacturer side, of course, with invader, with Emic track, Ma- yeah, yeah, get get the point. <laughs> Track Magic was there for many years, and now, of course, it's a home to GFC karting as well. Gary Carlton's program, yeah. right? Uh, Leading Edge Motorsports. There are so many fantastic uh, operations up in that area. But let's let's dive into this thing. Let's talk about what is essentially a new regional program, a reset for IKF, because it was always IKF, right? IKF Region Eleven. That was NorCal. Uh, yeah. So uh, this won't be Region Eleven. It's now the IKF 
Northern California Sprint Card Series. Let's bring Donald Durbin Jr. to join us here on Face to Face. Donald, thank you so much for being with us, man. We appreciate it. And uh, you got lots going on this year. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no, it's going to be very exciting. And it's coming up close, so it's time to get going. I think maybe the first thing to do before we kind of dive in, I know we have the, the, the schedule to look at, but I think the first thing before we even kind of go into where you're going to be is maybe why you're going to be. What was the motivation behind getting this done? Because the KPX championship program kind of came in and filled the void for a number of years. They focused on the 206 program and that kind of really grew. And it was a lot of excitement for the KPX series. And then of course they brought in some of the KA categories as well with their association with SCUSA through the IAMI program, the Briggs and IAMI. You're very similar to that. But the guys at the KPX program, I think they decided to step away. Can you elaborate on that and, and what kind of brought you into the position, not only being a cart shop owner and then the, you know, the, the, the caretaker of the track at Ferry City, but now you're a promoter as well. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's it's actually a perfect opportunity, but it wasn't really one that I was seeking out. I was super content and love my role at Prairie City. Um, I love meeting people, helping them, operating the races. And that has been the best. I just I really enjoy every single day. And the friends, some friends of mine, Kenny and Chris, especially who were running the KPX series and doing a great job, it provided that that place for people to go or almost say like, wow, you know, all right, we'll start traveling and go and check out those regional races. And it was something beyond, you didn't have to stop racing at home per se, but it was something to look forward to, get out of your comfort zone, go find a new track, run a, a I'll say shorter series and, and really enjoy it. So they're family people and they also have nine to five jobs and this year, I think it was their sixth or seventh season. Um, Chris called me one day and said, you know, we're, we kind of need to step away a little bit. Everything's fine, but it was it was going to be a stop. And I didn't necessarily raise my hand and say, pick me, pick me. But I thought about it because he was kind of leaning in that direction. And I thought, man, I, I don't want to see a program like that go away. It's actually very necessary to have because I could I could go about it selfishly like oh wow all right now there's nothing going on we'll just race here at Prairie City but that's that's not what I want to do what I want to do is is meet more people organize a great event have some history behind it as you mentioned IKF and and get us out of our comfort zone and run that regional series so when he mentioned that it was you know basically gonna come to a halt and could he have some help figuring out, you know, how to keep it going? Because he cares and he cared about what was going to happen next. For about two weeks, I kind of pondered and thought about, you know, what is this going to do to me? What is, you know, on a workload side of things, am I going to be able to do it? Um, would I want to do it? And all those answers were were positive and I was I was excited. So we sealed the deal, if you will. And here we are. 
to a certain extent, it's kind of, uh, you know, um, an extension of what you already do, right? You were, you know, you've been in the industry for a long time. Your, your father, Don, as well with Cambrian Carding. You guys are a big part of Northern California Carding. You're a Pharrell importer and a, and a dealer, you name it, whatever whatever it was that you guys brought to the table. Uh, you know, being, being an actual brick and mortar cart shop. There weren't a lot of those up there in Northern California. You end up picking up Prairie City. You kind of fell in love with that. The idea of being able to kind of spruce that place up and turn it into kind of one of the hubs of karting in Northern California. Man, when you own a racetrack, when you or, or you're a promoter or you're a club leader, the extension to go and kind of run that regional thing isn't that hard for you to do. You have the core competencies to do it. Uh, I, I can't. I don't expect. You and I talked about it last year at the Track Magic Rally that you were excited about the potential that that could happen. So, um, are you are you excited to go into the new season? I am. I'm. I'm very excited. Nervous and excited. Nervous, not in a scary way, but just I want it to be everything that my mind sees. And behind the scenes, I know that it's happening and it's working well and we're geared up and we're ready. Um, but that's why I'm, I was telling David earlier, I'm grateful to be on the show because I've kind of gone quiet about it, not on purpose, but uh, it needs to be talked about. But yes, so growing up karting as a kid, one of the best memories that I have is going to our local track racing competing for a championship and then it was like oh wow ikf region 11 as you said yeah you know they're they're gonna go to dixon davis prairie city medford oregon reno wow we're gonna get out so we got our camper trailer we turned the go-kart sideways go in the front door <laughs> laid it on the ground in the living room and we were on the road and i'll never forget that you know we did it for until now but i'll never forget <laughs> kind of getting out of that comfort zone and and almost getting complacent you know you can lose a little spice or spark you know okay same thing okay same thing wow donald's doing a good job we're having a good time but what's next so i'd like to be able to provide that quality of racing the regional series that can uh take people to a variety of tracks in totally different areas, kind of up and down the coast, see what's out there and and compete against new people and new tracks. You know, you've been at the racetrack for how many years now at Prairie City? Uh, four. Yeah. So you've had a pretty good period to, to kind of groom and see people get into the sport, start and kind of make their way up the ranks at the club level. What do you yeah. think the percentage is just kind of looking not just at your track, but maybe overall, what do you think the percentage is of, of regular club racers that want to go to another level? Is it is it a high percentage? Is that is that kind of the basis of, of why you want to keep doing a regional program in the area? It is actually. Yeah. So, I mean, hip shot number, I would say that 90, 95 percent would and they do love the idea of, oh, well, we don't have to go to New York or Florida to run this different race. You know, we can, I didn't realize there was a track in Button Willow or Santa Maria or Medford, Oregon, which I'm a huge fan of. That place is just a beautiful setting, but we'll get back to that. But they are kind of looking for that nudge or encouragement to, to get out and try things. And the best part about this, honestly, because I care about all of them, is I'm going to be there with them. I'm going to go with them. Um, a lot of the people in my immediate 
circle I have introduced to the sport or have really gotten to know in their entire career, whether it was me or somebody else that got them involved. And selfishly, I don't want to see them go away or go anywhere or stop. Um, so this might provide a, a great, this will provide a great opportunity for us to all hit the road, have that familiar feel of what I want to provide. Because uh, I'm constantly thinking back of, again, growing up racing, you know, what did certain things make me feel? What was I terrified of? What was I nervous about? When did I feel uncomfortable? Um, I can remember sitting on the grid when we first kind of started, eh, not first, but shortly into getting out of that comfort level or comfort zone, I'm sorry. I was in Rob's neck of the woods. I was in uh, Chilliwack. Canada, sitting on the grid in a shifter cart, and I was new to, and up in front of me was Jordi Vorath, over here was David Yurka, Michael Valiente was on the grid, and I'm like, just crying in my helmet. Not not really, but I'm, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, you're not in and Kansas my, anymore. Yeah, and my dad looked at me, and I'll never forget this, he goes, what, what's wrong? I go, I don't, I don't even... Like, put me at the back of the grid. I'll just start in the back. And he goes, Donald, what what are you talking about? And I was like, all these, these are all guys that I re read about, looked at, watched on TV. I don't know. I didn't feel comfortable. And he told me, he's like, they put their pants on the same way you do in the morning. And that sounds funny and weird, but it never left my head. Oh, yeah. They're regular people that go to school have an after-school job, they race go-karts, they just happen to be in the public eye and they're very good at what they do, <laughs> no, no question about that, yeah. but I can do that too. And I think there's a yeah. hurdle, the reason I bring that story up is there's a mental block for some of us with, oh, I don't belong at that series or I'm not ready for that or I shouldn't do that. Yes, you should, yeah. you absolutely should. We're going to make sure that this is comfortable, fun, serious, but the biggest word is comfortable. You are going to feel comfortable when I'm in charge of anything. I promise. And, and, That's my and Donald, you're going to make memories. The, you, the way you're talking right now, it brings me back to when, when I ran, first started racing. I, of course, I, was, I think I was 27 when I first started racing, but I ran the club level, right? And I ran three or four years at my club. But and I remember a couple of those races, but I remember every time I ran the regional series, I remember running yeah. in Ontario, I remember running Goodwood, I remember running Shannonville at the O'Carey Grand Nationals. It's when you venture away, you, you make a lot of memories because I think it's a little bit different than staying home in that, in that, like you said, that kind of comfort zone, right? You're able to get outside the comfort zone and you develop so much. When you go to a regional series, you come back and run your club, you're never going to feel, you're never going to be nervous at your club again once you've run a regional program. Yeah, you are a pro now. Right? I mean, you're coming back home. That's it. I, it for That's real. It. And it, <laughs> I, yeah. same, same memories for me. I think the first time I stood in a fuel line, you know, I was waiting to get fuel. We never did that. We find a gas <laughs> can in the back of my dad's truck and fill up the go-kart and we head off to the grid and have a good time. Things have evolved since then, but at this IKF race, we got a fuel ticket. We stood in line. They filled up our gas tank. I was like, whoa, this is serious. You know, they wanted <laughs> to look at our tires. They wanted to look and, and obviously, you know, even clubs have grown so much more since then. But those memories of 
getting out of school a little bit early, getting in a truck with my dad, driving one hour, five hours, 10 hours, wherever we were going. And then together we figured it out and it was yeah. irreplaceable. Agreed. And I still have. All right. Day. So listen, let's talking to Donald Durbin Jr. Who's running the ICAP Northern California Sprint Cart Series. Let's dive into the schedule. Donald, do you have it in front of you? Do you want us to lay it out? Let's let's you, you've got essentially a five event regional program lined up. Uh, four very prominent karting facilities, and then a yep. temporary circuit to wrap up the season in September. You want to you want to walk everybody through the schedule for 2023? We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Supercarts USA Super Nationals winner. It is Sodicart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodicart chassis line under the karting distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodicart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast, and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis line or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA Network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high performance, long lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development, with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American Made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American Made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American Made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have it up on my screen, but I think I got it memorized. So we're going to start off in Prairie City um, for two reasons. One, I was honestly concerned about the weather. There's there's snow, there's rain, there's heat. So in the beginning of the year, a lot of my friends in Reno are snowed in. They're stuck, you know, and I Highway 80 is paved or excuse me, cleared and easy to get to. So we're going to start off at our home track. Uh, for that reason, as well as 
I'm comfortable there. Um, That's a good all call. the equipment yeah. is all set up. We're all ready. I've bought a That's lot a of call. lot of stuff, uh, a lot of new faces, and this can test is the wrong word, but we can nail the first one and make sure that we are on point, make notes on anything that needs to change if there is, and get ready for button willow, which is where we'll head next. We'll get there before it gets so let's, too so hot. It's, so it's, um, so it's I'm April, excited 20, April 20th. Let me give the date. So it's April 22nd, 23rd, Prairie City. April. And then Buttonwell, yep. you're, yeah, Button you're talking right now is May 27, yep. 28. Essentially, it's an April, a May, a June, a July, and a September. Those, those of you guys that want to know what the schedule is. Go to Buttonwell yep. now. So Buttonwell. Yes. So Buttonwillow is Buttonwillow is going to be a lot of fun for a lot of the folks that, again, are right there in front of us. For a lot of California, Southern California, it's kind of a home hub, easy to get to, common pro kart races there all the time. Um, but especially on the 206 side of things, you know, we don't get there very often. And there's a lot of friends of mine who race in the Central Valley, down south. And I thought it would give good opportunity for, for us to kind of meet there. And, and pick up where the ball left off. Um, you can see the entire track. The pits are easy to access. It's not the best town in the world, but who cares? We're going there for the racetrack itself. And I think it's, yeah, it's going to lend a lot of uh, good racing. Yeah. It's going to lend good racing and a completely different style track, um, especially for the folks at Prairie City. But It'll also be, you know, a familiar place for some of those that I hope to join. And then we're off to Santa Maria. No, I'm sorry. Hold on. May. <laughs> then uh, hold on. Let me just print up my calendar. So have a look at the side there. Dave, Medford, David's believe, posted it up. In the, David's posted it up in the comments there as well, folks. You better look. It's it is June 24, 25. Southern Oregon Carters Association going to Medford. Yeah, there we go. So Medford has a lot of memories. <laughs> I have a lot of memories of Medford. That was maybe one of our furthest regional drives as a kid. Um, and I just remember clear as day pulling into that. It's a sports park, green grass everywhere, hills on both sides, kind of a track down in a bowl, uh, easy to camp, big track, again, good racing. And I thought, you know, we need to go back there um, and we're, going. Augie, Augie at Southern Oregon Carters has been a huge help and we talk all the time and uh, they're excited to help us out. It's going to be a blast. Nice. That is awesome. Then we yeah, head off I, to so, so many great stories about Medford. Yeah. All right, go. So then we're going to go to Santa Maria. Um, kind of a big following from RLV and friends of mine who enjoy coming up to Prairie City. I've gotten to know uh, they enjoy what we do up there, and I thought we owed them, you know, a visit down to their track. And honestly, it's also a great central point for Southern California, Northern California. Uh, it gets a little bit warmer in the middle of the summer, so we'll go down right by the beach. You know, you can stop at Pismo Beach on your way home. The track is awesome. A lot of good character to it. Also, easy to park, easy to see. You can see the whole track. I keep saying you can see the whole track because Prairie City, our track... Everybody disappears <laughs> in about, I don't know, 10, 12 seconds. They're kind of out of the sight. And it's it's a little frustrating for the spectators. And that's 
something I'm going to work on as far as gaining different access points so you can see the whole thing. But uh, Santa Maria is going to going to be a good time. And another place where they've had the ICAP Grand Nationals in the past, right? Back in like 2000 or something like that, I think. 99, maybe yeah, the I, 99 Nationals? I think also, to be honest with you, I want to say 2019 they hosted it. Um, I think so, yeah. We, we went there and it was, yeah, it was only four, five, six years ago. And it was it was a good time. Yeah. Love it. That's awesome. And then you're going to, so the, here's the here's the interesting one. September 15th, 16th, 17th, your finale at the Corning Airport. Listen, Donald, uh, you have a cart shop. You now run a racetrack. You, you're you now the promoter of a, of a, of a of what's going to be the primary regional series in Northern California. And then you decide to take on a temporary circuit airport race. What, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm excited, but wow. Oh, I don't know. Probably lots. <laughs> Yeah, probably lots of things. But okay. where that stemmed from, honestly, um, I was talking with my friend Barry Barnwell, who's in charge of the Reading track, which I thought, you know, would be a good stop. Also a great track, great facility. Um, and let me back up for a second. There's a few tracks that are not on the schedule. And there is no rhyme or reason for that other than one thing, which is I just wanted to do something a little bit different than what KPX has been doing for the last six years. You know, we've we've danced around our five or six, yeah, three or four tracks that are close by, easy to get to, and there is nothing wrong with those tracks. But I didn't want to be redundant, and I thought it was a perfect time to kind of do something a little bit different. And it will provide an opportunity for us to miss those tracks, and next year we can do a whole different schedule and utilize those yeah. friends and partners of ours yeah. that are close by. But back to Corning and Reading, which is neighboring cities, by the way, um, talking with Barry, we were trying to land on a date, which is, by the way, maybe one of the hardest things in the world to do. And we finally got that sorted <laughs> out. But he was working really hard. There's a drag strip on, on site, and that conflicts a lot with scheduling the cart track races and access. And then there's temperature and weather and blah, blah, blah. So at the end of our major effort for probably a month, he said, you know, why don't you do it at the airport? You know, the, the city of Corning would love to have you. Uh, Austin Elliott last year did a small, uh, a great job, but a small exhibition for his drivers and anybody that wanted to join and in preparation for the Supernats and Rock the Rio and basically a temporary track that nobody's been on and allow people to kind of get ready for that barrier time of year, which is October, November, your barrier races. So initially or immediately, I thought, wow, that's that's a great idea. We'd have no scheduling conflict. We can kind of just pick the date. I'll talk to the people at the city, make sure we're all OK. And a friend of mine, Pat Beckley, and his wife, Renee, who is wonderful with connections in the city, put me in touch with the right people, fence contractors, barriers, bathrooms, food, lodging, and I'll get all that updated and put on the website. But it's turned out to be pretty exciting. And I am, I am excited to kind of, I've always wanted to des design a track. And I'm going to lean on some people when it, when come time to to do it. But 
it'll be a blast. You know, all different types of corners. You know, I'd like to see lots of passing opportunity, heavy breaking zones, switchbacks, U-turns, big straightaways. So that's what we're going to do. I like it. And I, hope I like it. So um, let's let let's move into this one here now. We'll, we'll go back over the schedule before we cap things off. We have a couple things. Uh, first and foremost, a website is online, right? What's what is the new website address? You got a brand new website, right? Yes, NorCalSKS.com. Okay, is there? Uh, do you have serious staff in place? I know everybody obviously wondering about coming into this program. You've given the schedule already. Uh, what staff? I know there's some great people, obviously in NorCal. Who are you bringing in to uh, to kind of take the, the primary positions? Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, where do I start? We've got our world famous personal flagman, Phil Hand. Uh, he does a great job for Scusa. He does a great job for me at Prairie City. He did a great job at the KPX series. He's become a very good friend of mine and he is going to be at all the races to take care of the flagging. Um, his partner in crime, Bill, is going to be on the grid um our scoring lady lisa is going to be up in the tower and those three you know work really well together and have historically kind of traveled together so besides the obvious reasons i wanted to keep them all together um when i first took over prairie city i got on the radio and started listening in and i was actually race directing at the time and i was terrified and those three chimed off of each other you know like Phil said, track's ready. Bill said, grid's set. Lisa said, tower's ready. And I just sat back and I was like, oh, shit, they did it. I don't even need to be here. This is awesome. I was, it was a, a, just the way they all talked to each other was and is uh, perfect. So we'll keep them all together. Um, my wife and Kelly Healy are going to take care of registration, which is a, an important piece. I want to make sure that registration is smooth as possible. Um, Art from RLV called me one day talking about the series and how can he help and what can we do and he'll be there, et cetera, in full force. And he said, you know, food for thought. Some of the best races I've ever been to, registration is flawless. And some of the worst ones I've been to, it start, it sets the tone for the day. You know, you're either waiting in line or there's one poor person just running back and forth trying to do everything or if we got pre-registration which we will have you know let's just make it simple get a packet all done everything's ready and if you're pre-registered we just hand it to you there's your wristbands there's your stickers there's your tech sheet there's your receipts everything's all set but long story short uh we'll have two stations next to each other set up um, hoping for a seamless, simple transaction when it comes time to register on site or collect your information. Um, Johnny and Robert are great friends of mine and veterans to the sport, and they have been doing flag work for the Texas Sprint Cart Series and KPX and Prairie City when their time allows. They will be at all of the races. Um, some of the some of the folks right immediately with me at prairie city i'm gonna have to leave behind i don't want to close the track while we're gone for those three or four days yeah. um yeah. and they they will do a good job of keeping it open but if i do my job right then 
the place will be empty, and I hope everybody's at those away races. <laughs> Good yep. point. Good point. Good point. So we talked about uh, some staff. We've talked about the website. Uh, we looked at the schedule. What about class structure? What do you you know? Obviously, you're kind of picking up where KPF kind of handed off a little little uh, handoff play. What kind of classes are you looking at for this year's program? I'm glad you brought that up because I want to just get in front of it. David just pointed out and the website went live yesterday. And as hard as I can double check things and triple check things, apparently the class list is hidden. So we're going to move that button to the top of the website so you can see the classes immediately. But it's going to follow the same similar structure as you mentioned, and I'll list them off. We're going to have Junior 1, 206, Junior 2, 206. Senior 206, uh, Masters 206, and then a class that I don't think I invented, but I did attach it to Prairie City, uh, the Legends class for the 206, which is 50 and up. Those guys are phenomenal. They're my friends. I really enjoy the energy that they bring. They're having a blast. There's typically 20, 25 of them, so I'm definitely including them. Um, and then on the two stroke side of things, which is very important to me, I mean, that's all I knew growing up and those class structures are great. Obviously we can't hold them all. There is enough time in the day or weekend. And I do want to circle back to the schedule of the day after this, but KA 100 junior and KA 100 senior and 125 shifter are going to be the two stroke categories and Tom and Scusa have stepped up immediately and they're going to offer uh, paid supernats entries to the winners of those classes. Wow. Man, that's great. So that, okay. So I hope that attracts some people and brings a little loud, loud noise to the track. And also, you know, some people like to do both classes, both categories, if you will, you might as well, you're there. Let's just do everything. You got three carts in your garage, just load up two of them and let's do it. And then also, I, I genuinely believe that the series is going to be something that people are going to want to be a part of, especially once they see it. And those people need to be there. Um, and it's, it, it'll be perfect. I have a sneaking feeling coming out of the gate at Prairie city. It's going to be one of those numbers breed numbers thing where, where a lot of people jump on board. They're going to have a great time. They're going to tell two friends and so on and so on. You're going to see more and more people throughout uh, the season jump on board. You mentioned a uh, weekend structure. You wanted to get into the schedule for the weekend. How's it all going to play out? What is it a Friday to Saturday, is it a Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday? How are you going to approach race weekends? Absolutely. So KPX historically was a Saturday um, practice with qualifying at the end of the day. And Sunday was heat races and a main event. And there was nothing wrong with that. But I wanted to edit it a little bit. I think... A majority of the people involved in the sport either a have the ability to or can especially four or five times a year break away on friday um a big reason that they didn't do anything on friday was again the promoters of that series had a job and they they needed to be somewhere on friday so i would like to instead of just having friday as a close the track and move in trailers. I would like to offer practice, but instead of getting right down to it at 8 a.m., which breeds Thursday travel or Wednesday travel, 
the trap is closed, parking only, move in only until noon. And from noon till five or perhaps six, and we can figure out daylight and staff, et cetera, but five or six hours of scheduled official practice available on Friday. Saturday, we'll have a couple of warm-up sessions for those that can't make Friday. I don't want to leave them out or discourage them from coming. So we will have a couple of solid run-throughs of the groups, and we'll get into qualifying and heat races on Saturday. Um, go through the, the rest of that day and do some fun things at night. Again, engage everybody. At this point, we're there. We're not leaving. Maybe you're going to your hotel. Maybe you're going to your trailer. But at the Nationals at Prairie City, at the IKF Nationals, we had a tire-changing contest that was amazing. You know, I think it turned out to be basically everybody in the pit was there just rooting on people. I think there was a $1,400 pot that somebody won for changing tires so fast. So barbecue, stuff like that, Saturday night. Sunday, we'll wake up, do a quick warm-up, uh, pre-final and a final. And I did mock up a schedule. Tommy, my partner in crime at the shop at the track, he helps me build the schedules for each of our race days. So we mocked one up with those classes, time allowed. And it's important that people get on the road at a respectable time. So between 2 and 2.30, it looks like we're finished on Sunday, which I, I hope is, is taken as a good consideration and get people back home before it's midnight. I like that a lot. Yeah, that 100% works for me. That's good stuff. Excellent. We pause our face-to-face -face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Attention all club and regional racers along the West Coast. Add the new Northern California Sprint Kart Series to your schedule. The International Kart Federation sanctioned regional series is set for five events that will be run throughout 2023. The series kicks off at the Prairie City Kart Track in Rancho Cordova, California on April 21 to 23 before traveling south to Button Willow Raceway Park for Memorial Day weekend, May 26 to 28. The Southern Oregon Carters Association in Medford will be home to the halfway point of the series over the June 23rd to 25th weekend. The program moves back to California for July 14th to 16th, visiting the Santa Maria Karting Association. The fifth and final round takes competitors to Corning, California on September 15th to 17th for a temporary circuit to decide the inaugural series champions. The class structure for the Northern California Sprint Kart Series provides classes for the Briggs & Stratton and IAMI KA100 engine platforms, along with an open shifter category to round out the eighth division set to compete this summer. Make sure to bookmark NorCalSKS.com for series information and details, and find and follow them on social media. Be part of something new and exciting. Be part of the Northern California Sprint Kart Series. Top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. 
Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the Super Soft Green SS and the Intermediate White IZ Optional Compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Uh, David, what else you got right now? You got anything else? You know, hey, what about what about the support you're getting right now? It's one thing we really haven't touched on yet, Donald. What uh, yeah. What do you got in terms of support? Because obviously it's out there now. The website's live. You know, it's the advertisement's actually on eCardi News already, so it's yeah. out there. Um, yeah. What kind of support have you got from the industry? Um, great. You know, I think I'm always <coughs> excuse me. I'm always hard on myself, and I probably won't change. So. You know, we, we got the word out, we blasted it, and then all of a sudden it was like I jumped into a cave and sealed it off and never talked about it again, which was absolutely not my intention. Um, but I was working on it. I was working on the series. I was working on logistics. I was working on people, and I forgot or didn't talk about it. Um, so anyway, the support, back to your question, has been great. Um Leading Edge is going to be at all the races. CNR, Cole Nelson, is going to be at all the races with his team. Barry Carlton is going to be there with his guys. Step Up Karting is going to be there with their guys. PKS, I just talked to Glenn the other day. He came to one of our races. He's excited about it. Uh, Unleashed Power is a gentleman, Jerry Apodaca and Tim Hall. They've created a team, and they're going to be there with their abundant amount of customers uh, Cashed Out Racing is a team up in Nevada. They're excited to be a part of it. Nevada Kart Sport is a big stakeholder in Nevada and KPX and Northern California, and they will be there with their strong team. Nice. Trackside Engines, Cambrian Go-Karts, and my customers will be there for sure. RLV, and and again, back to my customers, you know, the privateers. They are they're my best friends, and they're coming, and they're going to be – well taken care of, looked after, supported, but yeah, those those people have given me a commitment, and I'm excited and thankful for their support because that that is what's going to make it different. Yeah, and it sounds like you've got a lot of support coming out of the gate with it, which I think is super exciting, right, David? Yet you, you want to start with that energy to get things fired up and get people excited about it. And again, we say this all the time: numbers breed numbers. People are going to say, "Hey, are you going to Prairie City? I'm going to go for the opening round." Uh, of this program are you coming and people are just going to start rolling on top of each other for sure and i gotta interrupt you and i'm so sorry but i forgot mega power engines my friend steve bedelli and greg bell they've already sponsored a class and besides that they're great people but they will be there for sure supporting the engine program for a lot of those two strokes hey are there class sponsorships still available there is uh, right. Another thing that I've been terrible about i'm not good at asking for help or people <laughs> um so what I'd like to do and what I'm going to do is not blurb it right now, but I'm the what makes a difference at those races or these races that we want to do is when the track is just full of color. Flags, 
sponsor teams, great parking for those teams, advertisements, the, the backdrop for the podium that I'm making will have all of their logos on it. And I got to kick myself because I'm angry at myself. I got a whole list of people and friends to go circle back to and say, okay, now I have something to offer you. Uh, the website is up, the tracks are confirmed. So I'm going to be talking to all those people. Uh, it'll be a very minor infusion, if you will, on their end, but a major uh, showcase for them. And I'll make sure that I take good care of those sponsors. Again, you know, that stuff is important. You know, as a driver, you want to be a part of a show that looks amazing. So again, colorful advertisement, you know, those feather flags all down the straightaway. Uh, I went and bought a smoke machine. I'm going to figure out if it's going to go on the straightaway or at the podium, but it's going to just bellow. <laughs> and maybe in the main event, drivers are going to go right through it, get the picture and the flag. The backdrop for the podium will be completely advertised, like all the tracks. But that that part has been very exciting for me. You know, Listen, I can design it. You know who needs to come out of the smoke is who? Mike Smith, because you didn't mention Mike Smith is going to be one of your announcers for the, the year. He I did. Think I think did, I, I didn't hear that part. I think Mike yeah. might have cut out. Mike well, Smith I, is part of the smoke. I'm forgetting all my friends. Mike <laughs> Smith, Carl Freeze at West Coast Motorsports, all those people that. I can't think when I'm just sitting here getting caught off guard. So I apologize. Yeah, we got but you. I am, You're in the spotlight. I am very excited about Mike Smith. Um, we talked months ago and one of the main, very important pieces to a race like this is a, is a person like you and or Mike who can bring the, the public to the race and also be the voice of the facility and the track. And the one thing that is always missing at Prairie City, you know, right now anyway, and, and some of the races that we go to is just that that voice in the background, keeping you up to date on what's happening and or the race, especially the main events. But I've asked Mike to help me. He's graciously signed on and he's going to take care of a lot of pre-race kind of promotion on the website and post-race, as well as being there in person to call the races, do the podiums, I just purchased him a uh, iPad so that we can do, you know, interviews and pictures and and just make it special. And a voice other than my silly voice needs to be there and uh, going to be way better at it. Well, I've had a chance to work with Mike at the Supernats, as we know. I think it sounds like he's pretty pumped up. There it is. Mike's <laughs> whoop, whoop. Let's go. Uh, a lot of good. Let's let's grab some of the feedback here, too. Here's one here for you from Augie's Fiberglass. Thank you, IKF. Medford is going to be off the hook. I like that one. Uh, I think the Steve uh, Bedelli liked your schedule. Great, a genius idea. Um, here's a good one too. Carl Freeze. I know where I'm going when I come to the races. Uh, that's, <laughs> actually, that's where David will go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of excite excitement, Donald, around this. I think. Yeah. Well, how do we get you guys to race? What if you guys want to race and we have a go kart ready for you? Listen, Each of we you. We always want to race, but as you know, you mentioned you mentioned the thing about schedules and how hard it was. I have 28 yeah. races already this year. I don't think I can add any more in, and uh, David's got a family too, so he's. <laughs> I don't know exactly what's going to happen. We would love to do it sometime. We always, I obviously had a great time last year when I came out to Prairie City for the Track Magic Rally. You, you kind of rolled the red carpet out, and that's a great racetrack. And 
I, I'd love to, but it's just not going to happen for us this year. But listen, keep going, and we'll have to lock it in the schedule sooner or later, that's for sure. You got it. All right, what else we got, David? Anything to wrap this up? No, I think that, but just about covered it. Yeah. So, yeah, to add to the Mike Smith Smith thing, yeah, he's he was at the Challenge of the Americas race, working right. with us yeah. and doing the uh, at track announcing. So he'll be a great voice to it, and it'll be good to work with him. And and again, well, all together, we'll be able to build that promotion up over the next month. Get the get people excited about the opening event, at Prairie City. That's one month away. Uh, so April twenty second, twenty third, Prairie City. Uh, May 27, 28, Button Willow, June 24, 25, Medford, uh, July 15, 16, Santa Maria, and September 15, 16, 17, the Corning Airport uh, temporary circuit race to cap off the uh, the first year of this Northern California Sprint Card Series. Donald Durbin, anything to add at the very end to cap off this show? Yeah, two things real quick, and I'm sorry. Um, we talked about the, uh, the two-stroke series is going to be rewarded with a Super Nats entry, and earlier on in the early promotions of this, I was brainstorming. I spit out some ideas and I meant them, um, but I want to circle back on that. The four stroke guys are obviously well-deserving of some kind of prize. And my first thought was, well, let's, let's sign them up for, let's pay for them to go to the national race that they want to go to, or let's reward them with an entry of, of the spud cup or whatever it might be that they would really like to go and do spud cup is going to happen before our series is done and we're getting down to the wire now so i need to just bite the bullet and commit to something so what i'd like to do right now is commit to the winner of each four cycle series we're just going to present them with one of the uh large you know what are those checks when you win a when you a big Big fake check, except it'll be real on a small one. But let's just go ahead and pay the winners of each four cycle series or, yeah, class, $1,000 to win each series, a class. Wow, that's solid right there. I like that. That's awesome. So the, cha the championship champion of each um, four cycle class will get a $1,000 check. So uh, you have to register. You have to enter to win this championship. you got to be at Prairie City if you're going to win a championship. When does registration start? We're a month away. Yes. Registration needs to open by this weekend. That is my last uh, – pro. well, no, it's not my last project. My <laughs> next project is registration. So I will have that – the link is already on the site, but it's not open. So I will finalize it and open that by Monday. Well, there you have it, folks. David, last uh, last little bit from you. We wrap this up. No, I like this. He talked about money. Piggy's all about it. Piggy Phil, wants to race Phil, now. Phil Piggy <laughs> wants to race. I love it. Look who else is coming to run. Chase Hands coming to there race. There you go. Well. Dude, this is big names coming here, Donald. This is good. I like it. Thank you. I'm I'm very thankful to have all their support. So again, folks, this is the new program for Northern California. We talked so much about the history of NorCal Karting, uh, Regional 11, so many amazing names coming out, the speeds. Uh, we already talked about, of course, uh, uh, Emic and, and Track Magic and Invader. We mentioned the speeds. We talked about Gary Carlton, so many fantastic drivers uh, coming out of Northern California. This is the new regional program that is going to help uh, re-solidify this program uh, for many, many years to come. Donald Durbin Jr., of course, one of the uh, the finest guys we have in the sport. Donald, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. You're one month away. We look forward uh, to what happens uh, when you get this thing started. Thank you very much. Awesome. 
Uh, David, Northern California, we talked about A.J. Allmendinger, another driver as well. Let's keep going for the Jonathan Bomarito. How many guys have come out of Northern California to become professional race car drivers? A ton, for sure. Or or or, or karting legends such as Ron White, uh, you know, true, Gary yeah. Carlton. Yeah. Um, trying to think of some other ones. Mam- Mamo Gidley. Mamo Gidley. I'm just going to go Mamo Gidley for sure. Yeah, Tom yeah, Dyer. I mean, There's a lot of – Yeah, yep, Tom Dyer sure. is another great one too as well. So, yep. yeah, again yep. – Again, just, just, you know, like he said, you know, we're seeing it at, you know, Texas Sprint Racing Series. We're seeing it up in the Pacific Northwest. It's about getting together, having fun, but taking the circus to different places. You know, no no different than what we do on the national scene, but a little bit more, uh, a little bit close, uh, not close, but a more welcoming atmosphere. Um, again, like he said, the privateers, like that's going to be probably the biggest percentage of the racers that will be at his program because that's what he sees at the club track especially at his track and I'm assuming others as well too. Uh, you know, when you're looking at, you know, uh, Medford and, and Santa Maria, not a lot yeah. of race teams go to those racetracks. So it's privateers that are, that are going to be there. Very and, true. and again, I think this is one of those programs where people will defend their home racetrack. You know, where oh, better. a lot yeah. of regional programs, you might not see some of the local guys come out. I think in this program, you'll see that. That's exactly there's a, your one opportunity for home field advantage, right? So if you're running for a championship, make sure you step it up at home. Donald mentioned it. I mentioned it. Yeah, here's a couple more names. Legends, of course, Ron Emick and Vince, uh, Vince Paleo as well. Legends in the sport. Uh, and if Robson just keeps bringing them out, Scott Pruitt. Yeah. yeah. Let's, if we can keep going back to, to these amazing drivers. I didn't uh, realize he's a NorCal guy. Jeff Nelson as well. Jeff Nelson, right? yeah, yeah. Jeff yeah. Nelson as well, yeah, yeah. Um, where, where I was going with it, but uh, Donald mentioned it, I mentioned it, and and David, you, you and I have talked about it before. One of the big things, of course, about regional racing is that's one of the things we remember. You remember you remember your local track when you're racing a local track, but you remember hopping in the trailer and the truck uh, with your parents, whatever it may be. I was by myself, but I was rolling out, going to these different racetracks when I first started karting, and, and you make a lot of memories, regional karting, folks. I guarantee it. This series is going to be a memory maker many people for sure a uh, big thank you to donald durbin jr for joining us we do appreciate it david cole thank you so much folks we do appreciate all of you tuning in to the 68th episode of our face-to-face here on youtube if you have not subscribed please click that button below and, and subscribe to our channel lots more content coming wherever it is david down there uh, <laughs> somewhere down there uh <laughs> lots more content coming throughout the season uh winter series are done or almost wrapped up national series underway regional series coming uh, as well all the way up through as we come from the south to the north spring is here uh the snow is going away for the most part not this week because i'm going skiing in utah on, on tuesday and wednesday so so we can keep it there for a while but uh the season's coming folks club racing coming soon as well the grassroots of our sport We thank everybody for tuning in again. On behalf of Donald and David, I'm Rob Howden. Bye for now.